Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. And we're back another week of Minneapolis 911. How you doing, Hesley? I am great as always, and it's been a busy weekend. You told me you saw a <laughs> dirty cow that was lactating all over Hennepin. You know, it's funny because I go I go estate selling every Saturday and Sunday, and yesterday was downtown. Was there was nothing going on? It was like any other Saturday morning, but mm-hmm. today a little bit different story. <laughs> well, it's Pride Weekend, yeah, so we pride. should say that. It's pride um, Weekend. That extended to Uptown, which usually they did most of it at Loring Park, and I think it was still there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I oh, didn't get over there this oh, year. Oh, but, oh, trust me, it was absolutely Loring Park today. But I know it was in the Uptown area, too. Lots of, like, cheerful-sounding, um, a breed, you know, like, definitely drinking people running around the streets and Sounded like pure joy to me for a few times. So, so, I mean, it sounds like everyone was having fun. You then saw, though, a person dressed in a cow costume that was lactating milk. Is that correct? I did. Okay. And what's the <laughs> point? Like, I'm trying to figure out what how that ties in. I, like, I have no I have no freaking clue. Like, is it, like, because you have pride for your sexuality, then you I, should... I, I, I literally like, have no Like, clue. cows can breastfeed in public why can't i is it like one of those kind of statements it was a man so i, I, really I don't, don't get it i don't get it either i feel like maybe if if by chance this lactating cow is listening <laughs> to the show if you could call us at some point or go on our website and just like tell us what's up because i'm so confused but i tell you what i i was listening to as usual 911 dispatch and it was an interesting day today Really, like <laughs> interesting, like lots of hate crime and arrests, or no, interesting no, as in no, no, like no, no. actually most of the calls were people in distress from drug overdoses and alcoholism. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, that's yeah. too bad. Do you Over, think that overindulgence? Is, is it like more than other weekends? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. way more. And yesterday, last night was assault after assault after assault after assault. I heard my first one at six. 10 or 6 30 and that actually happened at 7th and hennepin two uh females and that were a couple one assaulted another mm. and i guess they didn't have gay pride too much because they assaulted they each had other. they had a lot of pride <laughs> but maybe just not in but their one relationship of, one of them called 911 and the cops came and i heard i heard somebody told me they were on the scene it was just a slap across the face so People call 911 for a slap across the face. They... That's so sad. I I mean, I, well, I guess when don't ever hit somebody's face. You know what I mean? Like that that's really You should never hit anybody's you should never hit anybody's anything. You should never touch don't, another human being. Yeah, don't <laughs> hurt other people. Unless you're you lactating know, like, on them. Let's go back to kindergarten. Like, you know, respect boundaries, you know, respect yeah. each other's space. Don't hurt anyone else. But there's something special like about hitting somebody's face face that really gets like it's it's a different degree of assault to me than like if i punched your arm i know one thing the if face I, just if feels I ac- like if Ooh. i accidentally hit like working on something or something i smacked myself in the head mm-hmm. or smacked something against my head i get way more mad than if i smacked if i hit myself in the arm like anywhere the else yeah anywhere else if the face is like like I've hit my head before, mm-hmm. like a car up in the lift, and walked right into the lift and smacked my head, and you're so mad. You, you... Well, things make more sense to me now that you're saying you've been hit in the head this many times. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest here. Um, you know, speaking of that, mm-hmm. we were talking last last episode that there's possibly I said there's a. I'm guessing that you might be prego. <laughs> so I like how have, my personal business is all you, up there. And I don't do, care. Have you done any more research on that? Are you pregnant? I don't think I am because, but I think it's too early for me to even check. Like, I think that, like, honestly, if I were pregnant, like, I would have had to have been, like, three days pregnant when you said that. But I, I have really good insight. 
you do, and you said I looked different. We have Ruth well, you look, Lord. You're, like, you're, you're better looking in the, I'm better the last looking. time I saw you. So, yeah. Well, I'm just happy because we have psychic Ruth Lorden in our room tonight. She's, yeah, she's in gonna, the studio. Toss a real she's deal. going to use her her intuition and laser eyes and look directly into my uterus and tell me what's going on. And so you can shut up once and for all about whether or not I'm pregnant or just turning fat. No, I said it's all in your face. I the fatness say, is no, all in my face. No, I didn't say face. anything about anything. I said <laughs> you look prettier than you ever looked. That was that's so nice. So thank you. I mean and, that's super nice. But it doesn't nice. happen overnight. But then in your in your mind, you're like, there's no way she could look pretty unless there's something fishy going on. Yeah, prego. Prego, and that's also a spaghetti sauce. That's delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it today. So okay, well we we're gonna find out. We're gonna get to the end of it, and then you know what? I'll tell you by the next episode we record, I will have peed on a stick. Or gotten some other news, and I will share with you a yes or no. How about that? And maybe yeah, we know. could have the listeners vote. How about we do that? So what, vote like, for the name of the kid. No, vote vote <laughs> if it's yes or no. And we can have Ruth like you know tell us her no, it's, insights it's a too. Yes. It's but a yes. but whoever because did you get married like like a month ago? Yeah, it was at the end of April. So you got married then, mm-hmm. and you had a honeymoon. No, we didn't have a honeymoon. We well, you got married, married in honeymoon. Cancun. Right, you were on your honeymoon yeah, and you got pretty married. Much. So you consummated the marriage. Yes. And there you go. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. But, okay. Well, before I get into the mechani- mechanics of this too much, um, I think that it would be a good idea to have the listeners vote because then we could get them to chime in on our website somehow, like leave a comment. Like, I believe Hester's I pregnant. I believe she's I not. I don't think you can do that if, on our website. If we, But we have a comment section, don't we? We, we do? Yeah. I didn't think we did. Yeah, we do, because I always say, leave us a comment. But nobody ever does. <laughs> because they can't. <laughs> I'll figure out a way, and we'll put it on the website for you guys to vote. And then the the winners, everyone who voted yes, will get a prize. And I'll figure out what that prize is this week. So... That's, I think, going to be our new game. Is Hesley fat or pregnant? You're not fat in any way. Well, you know I that. know that. You're the opposite of fat. Am I l- lumpy <laughs> in my hips and face or pregnant? No, you just had you had just a different look like to a, your a face. Glow. That's also a fatty. What deposit. I call it, I called it something earlier. I called it a uh... prego. No, I said you had a. Uh... What's the word I used? Somebody heard it. You had a uh, bigger head. Humble, not humble. Uh, uh, uh what did a I say? Wholesome. Wholesome. I think I could do no wrong. Now so, is all. Then now mm, I should be communicating. You, know, you used to be a porn crime. star, and now you look wholesome. So it's kind of. I was never a porn star. Don't listen to him. Uh, Hesley, what's Hesley? I star? recorded myself <laughs> once. Hesley doing Hesley, sexy Hesley things. Hesley Ray Star. And I watched it, and it wasn't. What's, what's sexy. your real name again? Did you ever do that, by the way? Did you ever, like, record yourself, like, doing sexy poses or anything? Uh, like, no. And then look at them? It's no. never as sexy as you think it is. I never like, have. I, never I did do it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to show this to my boyfriend. And then I watched it, and I was like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, what's our first story? Do you even have stories? You know what? I have a lot of stories. You, let's get to it, then. No one so, wants to hear about my body have you ever, Have you ever almost died? Yes. You have? Yes. Like seriously, like, like really real. seriously, like you, for real. Like you were gonna die. Yes, for what, real. What was the situation? So, um, when I had my twins, I had a C-section, and when they sewed me up, I was bleeding internally for a couple days before they found out. And one nurse in particular was like, "Hmm, your lips look really pale." And then she turned to my ex-husband, and he was, she, he was like. She was like, is she always this pale? And he's like, yeah, she's pretty pale. And, like, he wasn't looking at me at all. She tried to sit me up in the bed, passed out cold, flatlined. Do you know why he wasn't looking at you? Because he was probably looking at the male doctor. Yeah, he was gay. He was gay. <laughs> anyway, the, the, we've been over that. The point is I died, has, don't you care? Actually married a gay so, guy. So, yeah. So that was the least of my problems at that point because I was dead. And then... um. But you didn't they actually just, die. Well, I I temporarily died, but I didn't 
you know, like they revived me. And then I um, had like five blood transfusions. So please give blood if you can. And then um, my body you healed. You don't want my blood. And um, that was it. So that was one time. Um, another time. I thought I was dying and it ended up being a panic attack. But I was like, that I'm having. That doesn't count. At that doesn't all. count. Not I know, but all. it was real for mental. me. Like, I was like. That was probably because you were on pot. I was not on pot. You're probably on pot. I was not on probably pot. Probably on marijuana. I was having withdrawals from yeah. not being on pot. On marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, did it, did, when, so when you thought you were going to. You you, so, did you think you were going to die when you were in the hospital? Did you, so think, did you ever think you were actually going to die? When they sat me up and, like, I, like, everything, you know, the life of me left my body, it just, everything went white. And I don't recall anything so, so else until I was in the CAT scan. Did it make any change in your life after that that you thought you were going to die? So did you change um, anything in your life? It made me, I think it, it made me realize that I'm not um, invincible. And I was still young enough at that time to believe that I was. And so, um, and I believe in the afterlife, and I did then too. And so, when I say invincible, I mean this existence in this body. Like, I believed that I would have the choice of when I left. So, this you, didn't, realm. so you, you didn't, it wasn't so, so profound that you didn't, you did anything different after that. Well, then I was a new mom and like recovering from surgery. So, I basically, like, my life changed anyway, you know, but. Um, but for sure, like that sense of invincibility left me where I, I look at life as like it's fragile. Like, you know, any one of us could go tomorrow, could go tonight. We could go later tonight. And I, you know, it makes me want to embrace then each moment that I have here because I believe that I'm Well, this here is going to go in a whole different direction. So okay. I was, I only almost died one time. Okay. Which I probably almost died a lot of times, but didn't know it mm -hmm. because I was too high. But so I didn't know. But one time I was. Do, in painting cars, mm -hmm. and this drug dealer from Miami came up, and I had already he already paid me like sixty grand to do all this work to a '64 Impala, and he wanted his engine block to match the rest of his car, which was peg and gold, house of colors. It's a three-stage paint. Mm -hmm. You paint it silver first, and then a tint, okay. a tint of of, of gold, mm -hmm. and then a clear coat. So, and it's very toxic paint, like severely. You have to, you can't just wear a mask of uh, like a. Dust me. You have to wear a respirator to a oh hooked tank. on to a, okay. yeah. You got, it's deadly stuff. So this uh, this guy brings me his car and I get the motor out and get it all prepped and blast it and taped out. And it was uh, at this time it was like almost midnight. I was by myself. Nobody was around. And I have a gravity feed gun and the gun was clogged up. So it's a gravity feed can. So this is the top of the cup right here that mm -hmm. you pour the paint in. Which is a quart. He's showing me his gross soup cup from yeah, the kitchen. So it's a quart kitchen. cup, and the, the my my tip was like spitting. Like your tit. Yeah, the tip of the gun, like where your the paint comes out. Your tit was spitting. Yeah, so I put my finger over it. And We're like, not saying the same thing. Your tip. No, the tip. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Get our consonants correct here. Hold on, I got. All right, open so my your tip was the, spinning. The, the tip was was spitting. So Spitting. it was kind of clogged. Okay. So I held my finger. You have to do a little trick. You hold your finger over it and you pull the air trigger and to block it and then let it push yeah, out sure, real hard. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that know, makes so, sense. So when I did that, the cup of paint burped up into my face. Oh. And literally you covered drank my that. Whole, <laughs> no, the whole court went right into my face. Oh. And it was in my mouth, in my nose, in my eyes. And it was pegging gold, the, the base coat. And it and I, all of a sudden my my lungs expanded to where I couldn't breathe. So I knew to right away to get my shirt off because a lot of it was in my shirt. Uh -huh. So I took my shirt off and just wiped my face off, but I couldn't see. It was in my eyes. It was in my oh. mouth. So I knew that I could feel the breeze coming in from the bay doors. And now so the door was a main road. So I walked out to the road and literally <laughs> oh walked God. out in the street to where a car would have to stop. And they stopped and they saved me. And How? Guy, could, could, you couldn't speak. They were no, like, the guy took... Goldman! The, the guy helped me. His name is Michael Ballas. I still talk okay. to him today. So he helped me. But long story short, I saw a thing the other day that the new trend, because it was gold paint, and I was mm -hmm. covered in gold. I looked like I was gold man. Yeah, you're but a gold man. the new trend da, with da, da, gang da. members in L.A., uh -huh. and people are dying from it, is gold plating their genitals. Oh, ew. So if you Google gold gang member dies of gold plating their genitals... Then you know. It's a true story. It's, that it's was on your there. face. 
somebody's genitals could be on somebody else's they face should just paint and kill gold. them. They should just paint them gold. Because gold plating your genitals can kill you. All right. Well, let's come back with more of us, more stories, more Minneapolis stories. Ruth Lorden is in the house, which I'm very excited about. We have a lot of 911 calls today, too. I'm Hesley Ray with L.A. Nick, and we will be back with more Minneapolis911.com. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Look down the street. It's a car. It's it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. And we're back, Minneapolis91.com. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Tessie Ray. And uh, I think we got my friend David Cook on the phone. What? Your friend you David doing, Cook? Nick? Hey, buddy. How are you, man? Ooh. I'm doing well. Yourself? I am excellent. It's good to hear your voice, my friend. It's good to hear yours. What about mine? <laughs> I, don't think you, I, don't think, I don't think you ever met Hesley, but you, you would like Hesley. Hesley's a good girl. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Well, it's nice to meet you over the phone. Nice to meet you, too. So we are uh, we are in a subject of the course of downtown Minneapolis that it seems to be spiraling out of control. And uh, it seems like everybody who has any say downtown is delusional. <laughs> <laughs> And Don't I just want to get your. I'm sorry, you're not gonna blow my nose. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get. I want to get your take on. On do you think downtown is just completely collapsing? Oh well, Nick, you know that uh, I uh, I have a very um, bad feeling uh, about uh, the city of Minneapolis, not just downtown, not not just what what is going on with uh, city council. And the things they do, but uh, you know, uh, we've got a court system that is very, very uh, uh, loose. If you if you know what I mean. Oh, it's almost we don't even, we don't even really have a court system. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. Listen, I'm, I'm involved in the case, as you know, where where the judge didn't didn't read the affidavits and granted a TRO ex parte. Went and uh, hired a, a um, receiver. He, in three days, came up with a plan to sell seven to the people that uh, I had sold it to in May. And uh, the whole thing was it was only Ken Sherman. Ken Sherman was the only person involved. Well, the facts are after we've done the depositions that Ken Sherman and and uh, Rocheroli were the uh, owners of seven. So the 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 whole thing about it is. It, it seems that there's just this real corruption that I never knew existed at such a high level, and I think that perpetrates itself or perpetuates itself is a better word. I'm sorry, to to what goes on in the streets. 
Well, I there think doesn't I, seem I, to be, there doesn't seem to be any real control. There's a great police chief, and I, I think that she just doesn't get what she asked for from all the people that I speak to, and maybe you know more about that than I do, Nick. I I think the the level of corruption is way greater than you think it is. It's way greater. There's so much going on with billions and millions and millions and millions of dollars with Mortensen Construction and all these big companies. They're all envelopes are being passed out daily. These contracts, they they just they just approved another sixty million dollar housing project right next to the stadium. They're not calling it homeless shelters anymore. They're calling it workforce housing, but they have 24-7, not caregivers, uh, 24-7 social services. They're homeless shelters. The the corruption, but it's not not what they're building. It's who's getting the money to build it. And it it, Mm -hmm. it all goes back to the same couple people. So the the level of corruption is way greater than anyone thinks it is in the city of Minneapolis. So when you say Mortensen, uh, is Thor involved in it in any way? I'm sure. (laughs) Now, that'd be something interesting to find out because I I heard they had a falling out and split. Well, I know know city council people are involved with it. I know Jacob Fry's giving friends big design contracts and... You no, know, there's a lot of corruption because you know it's. Uh, I, the, you know, I got, I got, I got. I, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, no worries. You know, Jacob Fry, he he was new to the council when you know I had gone through and got my liquor license, and uh, I've never opened up anything in Minneapolis that wasn't a first class success for the city, and uh, you know the only thing that I can say is, I, uh, watching Jacob Fry on on TV is is a, a little bit scary he 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 seems to be uh a little uh a little on the uh oh what's the word i'm looking for uh, i i have the word he's he's like a d a d rated actor <laughs> hey okay so i have two interruptions and i'm really sorry because this is fascinating to me but I feel like we didn't give David Cook a proper introduction yeah, so, coming in. So okay, tell us a little bit about him, please. So, and then I have a, a little sidebar thing that so I have to say. David Cook and his lovely wife, Alexis, they were the originators, opened and made Seven famous and what it was and what it is, and what it, you know, the, the destination spot of downtown Minneapolis. And uh, it kind of, I, I, I call it in my story that it got hijacked. And uh, the minority shareholders that David had as shareholders, unfortunately, kind of shot themselves in the face and shot David in the head and hijacked it. And well, what, what, here, let me give it to you even better. Okay. I, I, I sold it in May uh, to to a gentleman named Bill Shirley and uh, his group. And um, long story short is <clears throat> Bill Shirley had an attorney that uh, – they, that these plaintiffs used to create these affidavits that uh, the uh, the judge said in our last hearing she didn't read, and and she finally read the deposition and then the first or the deposition and the first affidavit of of one Alex Lubert, who made uh, a series of allegations against me. It turned out to be one, and it wasn't even anything that had truth to it or, or truth behind it. So she said she was very upset uh, about this whole thing, and the uh, the uh, the, diff- the uh, lawyers for the plaintiffs they uh, wanted to try and get protective protective custody over the interrogatories because they're four or five months late from providing us with discovery we've provided over 4,000 documents and we can't give them to give us one piece of evidence that shows I did one thing wrong so Nothing. what what what's it going to take to to resolve this situation uh, you know I, I I don't know right now I have to wait 90 days for her decision to say whether they have to fill out this uh, this interrogatory information, or she says they don't. Um, I think the longer she's waiting, it tells me she's thinking a little bit more about 
what she did, and uh, maybe she didn't do the job. <clears throat> she should have. She just thought that I was uh, uh, David Cook uh, partners with uh, Denny Hecker and uh, and that uh, um, what's the other guy's name? Hey, is that, let me let me, Petters, let, let me Petters ask, worldwide. Let me ask you a question. I, I hear Denny's getting out of prison early. Mm-hmm. Is, is that true? Is he getting out like this year, like? I, August. I don't know. I heard he's getting out in August. Don't, okay, don't well, know. for me, like, when I was hearing you tell, you and Nick talking about this in the beginning and, like, going over the different controversial sides of this and that there's, like, conspiracy. You guys remember that movie with Julia Roberts called The Pelican Brief with Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts, and they uncover all this, like, like seedy, like, backwards you know, like, business transactions and, like, we're only going to use this builder and this, and then, like, people are getting, like, shot in the head. Oh, that's Minneapolis. That's exactly (laughs) what you guys are saying. So I guess if there is a silver lining, when this all this comes out and there's a movie made of it, maybe one of us could be Julia Roberts. Who knows? You know what? Or you could be Denzel (laughs) Washington. I don't know. I I may sound like I'm Denzel, but um, uh, you'd have to paint me up uh, to be Denzel. (laughs) Well, maybe you could be like... I tell you what. I tell you what. I I always tell every single person, never underestimate David Cook's wisdom in business. And I always... I'm trying. I always do it. Everybody I ever speak to, I always say, if anybody has any doubts, I say, you know what? Don't, under, don't ever under, underestimate David Cook. He will pull something out of his ass and make something happen. And, and I still believe that, man. I want to meet well, this man, that, David that, Cook, that, and talk about my movie probably, ideas. That's probably smart, uh, Nick, uh, of you. And I would love to meet you, too, uh, young lady. Uh, I think that'd be a wonderful thing to do. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody knows my background, but I, oh, every, I think everybody knows South your background. Beach. I don't. <laughs> yeah. What? I, I, bu- I, I built South Beach. I built uh, Escape Ultra Lounge. I built uh, <clears throat> Del Norte. Yep. And then. Uh, Did you I, build this city on rock and roll? <laughs> I, I built pretty much. <laughs> he I built, had he a built seven. Rock and roll star that. Uh, Played uh, both at uh, South Beach and at uh, at es- at Escape. I had um, I had so many stars in there who came in and played in there that would just blow your mind. Hmm. You know, every everybody I had. Um, oh, what's the guy that uh, played over at Target Center with Jay Z? Uh, and he was the other guy, and and Jay Z. Uh, Got rid of him. He was married, and there was controversy. He was married to Aaliyah for a while. R. Kelly. R. Kelly, yeah. Oh, yeah. R. Kelly. Oh, R- yeah, 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 yeah. He came over, and he did a concert for me for $5,000. That's that pretty cool. That was better than the concert he did at Target Center. Wow. His dancers were behind him. They were rocking it. Well, David, it's been awesome to have you on this show. Thank you so yeah, much. Listen, I want I want to get together with you, and I would like to have you back on the show, and uh, to keep us. I'd love to. To keep us informed of what's going on with no that situation. Kidding. Yeah. And what's going to happen, and what's the future of David Cook? Yeah, yeah, I already yeah. love you, no. so I hope I'd, you come I'd love to this. see. I'd love, I'd love to see your studios. Uh, do you have? A yeah. Studio? Oh, yes. they're very <laughs> fancy. All the yeah. headphones work Listen, today. Let, let's have you on, man. Let's get you in here. We're uh, we're about to be located. Well, it depends what what what, what uh, we don't give the the the, uh, the address out. over People there. But I will. I, 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 I got you. I, I got will, you. I will text you. The, hey, I will text you where do, we're at. Do, do any of you know a guy named George Monzia? No, I don't think I do. I'm bad uh, with names, though. Chance. So, if you get a chance to meet him, I know that he's within your radio group. He's probably one of the 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 most talented uh, salespeople in the industry. And, really? Uh, all I want you to do is say hello to him. Hook us up, and, man. Uh, yeah. And uh, let him know that uh, we're looking for a we're, we're actually looking for a sales guy right now. Yeah, that would you be great. What? We have an ad out. We have an ad now right now looking for a sales guy for us. Uh, 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 
the BS show and Tom Bernard show. So if, if you have any salespeople. I, uh, I will call him tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. David Cook, thank you so much okay. again. Yeah. We Good will to- talk to you in the future. We're going to break now. We're coming back with the renowned psychic Ruth Lorden and our 911 calls. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with Minneapolis911.com. I'm going to say .com. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> damn it. Featuring two full-service bars, a dance floor, exclusive VIP seating. With the Twin Cities' sexiest people. The most state-of-the-art sound and light equipment available anywhere in North America. The first Function One Evo sound system. Exchange Nightclub, 10 South 5th Street, Lumber Exchange Building, downtown Minneapolis. The Exchange, your premier nightlife destination. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cath Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cath's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cath Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cath's professional installation, Cath makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cath helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? Well, I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. Back another week of Minneapolis91.com. I'm Ellen Eck with my co-host Hesley Ray, and we have a special guest, Ruth Lorden, in the show in the house tonight. And uh, I can't hear Hesley's mic. Woo-hoo. There we go. <laughs> I saw her make the the, the motion. The <laughs> no sound. Came I'm out. so excited. I love Ruth Lorden. Yeah, she's I've awesome. I've loved her for years, like before I ever met her. And every time I'm around her, I just feel like all is right in the world. So I, I don't know. I get the. I kind of get the spooks. Do you? Because she's like looking too deeply into all your secrets. Yeah, I'm afraid of Ruth. Yeah. Well, she. No, I'm kidding. I'm not afraid of Ruth. Me and Ruth connect. Yeah. Do yeah. you psychically? No, I'm not psychic. You are a little bit. You've got no, intuition. No, no, I have intuition. I'm not mm-hmm. psychic. I have intuition. I just put facts together and then make a prediction, and then mm-hmm. they're usually right. It's not. It's not psychic. I'm just. I'm, so, just, I'm just smart. Is Ruth really <laughs> here? We haven't heard her yet. Yes, I'm here. <gasps> so Ruth Lorden. I was so excited listening to your guest, David, because I kept getting this vision of him as actually a boxer, and he needs to learn to be proactive and make the first move. He was swayed by people and letting them do their thing, and I really believe he should become a promoter. Get away from having a venue and all that extra work and the headaches. He should be bringing boxing to Minneapolis. He could bring acts to Minneapolis. He should be doing promotions. Huh. That's an interesting thing. Uh, you know what? David, David is a fighter, man. I mean, not physical fighter, but the dude, I, ever t- I always tell everybody, don't ever under- underestimate David Cook. He mm-hmm. always, he's the comeback kid, man. He is like the comeback the, kid. I like the vision that Ruth had for him because that does sound you like You know what? It, it, it's him. That is David. Mm-hmm. David is a, a, a boxer. A promoter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who do we have for Ruth? I know we're doing me. But are we doing me first? Or well, we're we doing not doing you. We're giving you a reading. Who, I know Ruth is doing me first. <laughs> Damn, I thought you were doing her. <laughs> well, it's um, Pride Week, you know. But. Okay, fine. Ruth is giving a reading to me first. I have my video camera already. <laughs> fine, we're not doing that yet. Okay, so I'm ready. I guess I'm going first. Well, it, my I'm going to move Hesley here. from Minneapolis. I want to touch your hands. Okay. I'm going to be away from the microphone, so don't here, be you, scared. Here, my microphone. Do you want me to close my eyes? 
politics is coming through so strong. You're really getting interested. You're getting really, really interested in politics. And, you know, don't laugh, but Nick's going to be running. You are actually going to be in a couple of years running for political office politics. And it sounds hysterical, but you could win. Your shows are taking off. Yes, you're pregnant with something. It could be great ideas. What, what, what Nick is picking up in you is that you have realized something. You, you, you have come down to earth and you've decided to be serious. I, I'm not sure if you're pregnant with a movie idea and the writing or the actual baby. It could definitely be both because you're ready. Ooh, that was exciting. I mean, what, what if I run against Nick for office? And we have a huge controversy. You know what? That might be a good idea. We would, uh, but we you would what? still be that on the same radio that show. Be, that might be a good idea. That actually would be if fun. If we both run... <laughs> then at least word. one of us would win no, and serious. it's the same result. I'm serious. That might not be a bad idea. <laughs> okay, now next for Ruth. So, Thank so, you, so Ruth, I, by the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that Ruth's probably right and you're prego. With ideas or? No, prego. Well, we'll prego. See. And you know, you had twins before, so you're probably easy to get pregnant. Was that that natural, the twins thing? It was not. It was artificial insemination. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Not Thanks. artificial insemination. Whatever you it call was, it. I, they give me a little booster. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. Um, okay, now we have Anne from Blaine for Ruth. Anne, are you there? Hi. Hi, Anne. Yep, I'm here. I'm Hesley. Ruth is closing her eyes and she's getting. And why do I keep feeling like a cake around you? You got a big celebration coming up? We had my son's graduation party today. Okay, that's it, because I saw this big, big cake, which he was really excited about. He says, Mom, I finally know you love me. You appreciate me, and I wish I could do better. I just don't have my direction, especially everything started when he was 14, because you didn't give him a lot of, you were like this parent that wanted him to be a free spirit and discover and find himself, and his spirit is saying, Mom, you needed to tell me. You need to be hard on me. You needed to tell me what to do. So he needs you to come up to the plate and tell him what to do and which direction to go. Um, and at this point, he's like, well, you can't tell me anything, but yes, you can. He's really open to this right now. And is he at all interested in the military? Because I see guns around him and all that kind of stuff. Not in the military, but he likes to, he's got several guns. Yeah, because he, he wants to do things with that. So he might want to consider security, military, guns, that, all that kind of stuff, and flying in planes. That's, that's really for him. Hmm, Interesting. All right, I have Anne. a room. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I have a roommate named Jane, and I was wondering about her because she's really kind of looking for some direction yeah, in she's, her life. She's been sick. She had some physical problems. Um, was there a man around her beating her up, whether emotionally or physically? Because she's she's out of all that. She needs to be getting better jobs, and I want her working almost 8 to 16 hours a day because that's going to get her focused in the world. She needs to come back around. She's all about wanting a relationship, but that's not what I see as the answer right now. The answer is having a relationship with life and getting out there and doing more. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Anne from Blaine, and thank you to Ruth Lorden. We have got another guest coming up. It is Nathan from Northeast Minneapolis, or as you're supposed to say, Northeast Minneapolis. Whatever. <laughs> Here we are, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan, are you a newbie to North Minneapolis? Where are you really from? Northeast. Northeast. Where are you really from? Where'd you grow up? Well, I uh, grew up in North, uh, a north suburb in Forest Lake. Yeah. Um, Nord suburb. <laughs> Nord suburb. Yeah, so this is, this is a new move to you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's we've been here for six years, but yeah. Yeah, and your home is more the country. The city, it's fun, it's exciting, but your aura right now feels very wide, and when I see a wide aura, you want to live more out in the country and more land, and right now I get a psyche feeling. You're getting sick and tired with the BS that you see around you and people that are, like, petty, doing little bullshit that's just petty, Annie. You're done with it. You're done with it. You want to make big things happen, and you expect people to, 5 o'clock means 5 o'clock. You expect people to be more on top of things and more honest. And I just see some sleazy kind of liars around you, and it's getting to you. And you, you may be getting ready to change your MO, change some of the things you're doing. But what was your question? Well, my question was, um, actually, I'm, uh, I'm branching into a career in music. Um, I've been uh, writing for a long time. Uh, and I'm just 
honing my voice, and I just wanted to see what you saw uh, in that aspect. Well, I think that's well. That makes perfect sense with everything I'm saying because that business is loaded with all the kinds of people I was just describing that you were seeing. Shysters. And it may be that the answer for you is more out in the country and more out in the bigger places. Okay. More out in the venues, like whether it's the casino venues or this types of things. But that's why I felt you're getting sick and tired of the petty ante and being lied to and all these types of things. Now, what city do you want to try? Are are you going to stay in the Minneapolis area to try to make this music happen? Or are you Uh, getting ready to move? uh, Both initially, but I'm also looking to move. Um, to the mountains. Well, that's what, exactly what we said. Your aura is very wide. You're kind of ready for that right now. Are you doing Which more mountains? country music? No. Well, um, I mean, it hasn't genre-specific yet. I'd say it would lean more towards what people would call in- indie rock or alternative, yeah. but it, it's, it's, it's not defined. But that's country music in the sense that that's going to be played in festivals. That's going to be yeah. played out. That's going to be played out in the country. Whether it, it doesn't need to be Willie Nelson, but I mean, it, it's out in the country. <laughs> it's out in the country. Oh, yeah, and that's that's cool. a good direction for you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you to Nathan from Northeast Minneapolis. Probably from Forest moving Lake. to the Portland he's from Forest area. Lake. Yeah, and I envision. I think he's going to probably go to Portland, don't you? Because they've got mountains around yeah. there and. More alternative, yeah, or a little bit more. I'll keep Portland weird and get up in the mountains, do a festival. I like it. So now we've got Shenna from Minneapolis, Sheena. So she, you totally misspelled her name. Robert W. Morgan <laughs> is our producer, and that was his fault. Sheena, my apologies on his behalf. Never, never listen to Robert. <gasps> we'll never read from Robert either. I like the name Shenna. Sheena, but you can't Shenna, read, you can't read his writing. Sheena. You can't read his writing, Sheena, and he always says there? the wrong name. I am here. I'm really sorry. Hi, Sheena. Like, you know that was so unprofessional. I I want to start over. Okay, beep. Okay. Now we have Sheena here from Minneapolis to speak to Ruth Lorden. Hi, Ruth. Hi. Why do I want to call you Shanae or Shenna? I want to change the name. I want to change your energy and your vibration <laughs> so that you can reach your goals in love. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, Shanna. What's that... your question? <laughs> um, I guess, so my mother passed about five years it's been, and I'm still feeling some things are resol- unresolved with that. And I'm just wondering if you have any sense of how that might change for me, you know, with recovering from the grief in her loss. Well, exactly what we said. You, you, a part of you that can't let go needs to die with her, and that would be Sheena. That's why we change your name and change <laughs> your vibration, make you Shena or Shanae, and change everything. And then you move on. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be strong. Mm-hmm. You'll be on your own. She's passed, but she's with you. She's laughing, and she says sometimes you sleep too much. You've been depressed. You need to get out and do more. <laughs> and um, no drinking beer. There's been too much beer. But this is the way to do it. Change yourself. You may also want to change your hair. Um, you don't necessarily need to cut the hair like the Native American people do when there's a tragedy, but you could change the color, change the style, make a big change, and you change your energy. But definitely the name change. Definitely. I would say that... It wasn't a mistake that was made here. There are no mistakes when I'm around because it's all spiritual and we're in the cosmos. It's a sign to make a change, and that will help you because you, cha- you want to make a change. You wanted to get over something, and so it's Shana, time to bring love into your life, and you love animals, so hang around them. Shanna, quit drinking mm-hmm. the beer and sleeping too much. <laughs> <laughs> Cut your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Good things to work on. All right. Well, thank you so much for your call. Thanks, Ruth Lorden. We have more coming up after this break, more 911 calls and more Ruth Lorden. I'm Hesley Ray with L.A. Nick. Like for like the and, last hour, oh, I don't okay, know why. Well, this is L.A. Nick. We it's are sure Minneapolis911.com.
that's Bank Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building, it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Featuring modern American dining, where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience. A four-star surrounding with a casual price. Whether it's a power lunch, lunch with your girls, or romantic dinner, Bank Restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis, where four stars meets casual dining. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage from IAMS equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. Find out how to get rest of month free. Simply self-storage. You definitely chose the right place. Welcome to The Exchange. The Exchange. Featuring two full-surface bars, a dance floor, exclusive VIP seating. The Exchange. Immerse yourself in the underground oasis with the Twin Cities' sexiest people. The Exchange. A swanky cocktail lounge for grown-ups of stunning beauty. And the most state-of-the-art sound and light equipment available anywhere in North America. The first Function One Evo sound system. Light, sound, and music perfection. Elevate your club experience at the Exchange. Exchange Nightclub, 10 South 5th Street, Lumber Exchange Building, downtown Minneapolis. The Exchange, your premier nightlife destination. Back, Minneapolis901.com. So, uh, you know, next week, next Sunday, is liquor stores open in Minneapolis. True. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all happy about it. But. You're not super happy about it. I like the idea that. Oh, we're of course taking... you do. Cause you smoke pot and drink a lot. <laughs> I don't. I can't do that while holding on my baby <laughs> and ideas. Um, no, actually, I like, I don't really care that much if they're open on Sunday, but I did hate. That, like, my husband would, you know, like, go racing on the weekends and so not drink. And then we'd get home and then Sunday he'd, like, want to watch the football games and blah, blah, blah. No beer in the house. And, like, every once in a while I'd be like, you know why? I'm going to be nice and drive to Wisconsin and get beer. And now just think about all those times I I paid money in Wisconsin that's now going to stay in Minnesota. But you know why I don't like it? Because you hate everything that's cool. No, it's the only day I can peacefully walk down 7th Street and not get hassled around two blocks of Team Liquor. Because hmm. Team Liquor is the liquor store downtown. It's the only liquor store that sells single servings. <laughs> and you just get nonstop harassed for two blocks. Because I have a dollar. So nobody's, they're not open on Sunday, so you can actually walk down that street, and nobody hassles not you. Not anymore. Yeah. Well, you have and other streets to walk on. Quit being so greedy. But I live on 7th Street. Yeah, but you can just, so like. So I can't even walk on the street I live on. Stay in your dark apartment. They, they, I, you know, it makes me mad because that business just destroys every business around it. I feel so bad for the Indian. There's a, there's these Indians that opened up an Indian restaurant right next door, and they're, like, literally right off the boat, and they just can't run a business there because there's 30 people outside their door drinking a half pint of, of whiskey or vodka or whatever they drink and smoking blunts and and. <laughs> I don't and know nobody many will walk alcoholics in. that smoke weed at the same time. And you can't even walk past that alley. It's just, I call it urine alley. It yeah. just has like a stream yep. of urine running out of it at all times. It's like, not even a stream, it's like a river of urine. <laughs> Sounds pleasant. Our no, city, stand, our beloved stand, city. The stench is unbelievable when you walk by. It's just like, oh my God, that is pure urine. All right. So what would you do as your first 
like act as a city council member to uh, like you know do something. I don't about think your you know. I think I think I don't Would think you put I, a bunch of diapers down. And no, wipe, I don't wipes. think liquor stores in downtown proper, and no other liquor store does it. It's no law. They just don't do it. And they actually got. I think I think they were the one of the liquor stores who got busted for selling single serving cigarettes. Mm. So when you start catering to the the and enabling the drunks of the city, it's just not good for anybody, man. It's mm-hmm. not good for the people that you're doing. I mean, you can walk in there with your pants pissed, crawling on your knees, and they'll sell you another gallon of vodka. True eh, thing. True just, story. I've been there. It's not. That's not cool, just man. Kidding, I mean, it's, it's just. It's just, it's just. It's killing people. So you think that it's just like selling it on Sunday is going to make it worse? I think it's just going to even out. Like yeah, because once... it gives these people a break one day a week. They can't buy it. Yeah, but the, they plan ahead. Come on, like true alcoholics. I don't think do. not the street people. They they don't have they can't. Well, I don't know. They don't have the willpower. Okay, well, Ruth Lorden is still in the studio with us. Thank you, Ruth, for spending time with us. And we've got some nine one one calls coming up here. Um, are we ready to go to those now, Robert? All right, then our first call. Let's go. Behind one uh, stopping, failing to yield. North 94, uh, coming up to 50 is here on 171 George William King, failing to stop at this time. 2404 Metro, copy. 2404 copy, sent you 1500, and we're not pursuit yet, 38 traffic. It worked. 55417, you want me to call it? Yeah, I'd call it. Got it. Northbound, past 57, left lane, speed uh, 75. Speed 75, north. Copy. We are now in pursuit of 1501. 2404, 417, what's it for? Oh, and 9. Driving complaint, or would you try to stop before? Uh, this stop was for no speed belt and a cracked windshield. Copy. We're going to go 252. Northbound on to 252. Medium traffic approaching 66. So this this is a very common call. So this is somebody who got stopped by a cop for no seatbelt and a cracked windshield. And what happens is the most most of the times, and in this case, this is a, this is the case in this because they catch the guy. He has multiple warrants, no insurance, no driver's license. So they run, and uh, it's getting more and more and more common. Like I'm hearing, I'm hearing multiple of these a day. Is it just me, or the did the dispatcher sound either like bored or drunky? Oh, bored! It's, it's just, it's, like, a, it's, ah, a com- it's just a two-fifty-two. It's a common call. It's, it's, with it's, shield. Well, it, it happens. It happens so often now. Yeah. They don't care anymore. I what? suppose. What is up with these people? I grew up in the streets in Chicago, and there's an old saying, when you break a big law, don't break a little one. I mean, what are these people uh, doing driving without their seatbelt and a broken windshield when you're a felon? That's you know wisdom it's right so, there. They're so, you know what? They're so literally... They're just dumb. <laughs> you know, if you've got a trunk full of cocaine, drive the speed limit. Yep, no, I actually, I actually, it's right. funny you Make said sure that. Every I, actually, headlight I, I actually saw these two guys, a story on these two guys driving up from Mexico. They got pulled over in Texas and just for something stupid, but they had a joint on their dashboard and they had 12 pounds of cocaine in the trunk and they got busted for mm-hmm. a joint. On the dashboard. When breaking a big law, don't break a little one. So when you got stopped recently, <laughs> were you breaking any laws? Did no. Did you have any warrants no. out against you? Oh, no, no. Do you know I've no. never been arrested in my life? Ever? Ever. Ruth, have you, never have you ever done any, anything? Like, like, protests where you got arrested? or? Um, I've made your protests. I got, I'm from the 60s. But have you ever been arrested? No, um, I always knew when to cool. I'm a psychic. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. never been. I always arrested. got out of trouble. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. Hesley's been arrested. Oh, well, I was arrested once in Ozona, Texas. Um, mm-hmm. The crime we were, it was in the hippie days. We were driving. There were about nine of us. The crime was this was early '70s. The white girl that was pregnant with the Filipino man's baby did not listen to me and say she was pregnant with the white guy's baby. Oh. So our crime was. 
that she had this, this interracial yeah, yeah. Thing so they happened. just kept yeah. us at the edge of town, and they were weird. Mm-hmm. And I made a phone call, and then they came and apologized, and were very nice to us, and That's all that bad. kind of stuff. But hmm. you know, you right. do those things. Let's check out our next call. We have a lot of calls today. Squad 460, attention 4th Precinct and Sergeant to acknowledge a shooting at 1507 Plymouth Avenue North. 407 Cal. 461 Able, 34. Head to that. Copy that, 461 Able. 4th at 2348. Four seven is on the shoot. So it's so funny, like, it, it, they can't even keep up with how many crimes are going on. So there's two people calling in for shooting, then there's a house burglary going on a block away. <laughs> so, like, whoever can do anything, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> if you're there, just go. Oh. It's sad, man. This yeah. is what 911 is all day. And this 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 call right here is midday, man. It's not like it's happening in the middle of the night. That's sad to me. Hey, people you know, people like, should know people. this. Most house robberies happen midday during the week because they think you're at work. So keep that in mind. Most mm-hmm. people's house get robbed in the middle of the day, Monday through Friday. Because right. they think you're at work and no one's home. Your house doesn't get broken until the middle of the night. They know you're home. It happens when during the day because they think you're at work. Mm-hmm. Well, you're probably right. Yeah. Should we go to the next call? Yeah. Squad 431 for an assault in progress at 50th and Washburn Avenue North. Call reporting a male, correction, a female assaulting a male and throwing multiple trash cans and other items around. Described as a white female wearing a black t-shirt and black bag and a black male unknown clothing description, both standing outside. So this is funny, a, a female assaulting a black male. He probably deserves it. That's what I said. I said, that's the, when I heard this call, I said, no. I said, that's a female defending oh, herself. come on now. In this day and age. That's a female defending herself. I'm sure he did nothing wrong. She was the one wearing the trash bag. She was wearing a trash bag. No, she hit him with the trash can. She hit him with the trash can. <laughs> but he, the call, they said on there, she was wearing a black T-shirt and a bag. No, they didn't. <laughs> they did. No, they didn't. Did you not hear that, Robert? No. Let's Am I going crazy? Black. Can we play it again? Black pants. We're going to play it again. Yeah, okay, I thought it said bag in you're, there. You're high on pot. <laughs> I wish. Oh, she has a black bag. She's not wearing a black bag. She has a black purse. I'm sorry, but in my head, that meant she was wearing a black trash Yeah, because you're a pothead. As pants. <laughs> Maybe she was. Because you smoke pot. That's why you I think I would like that. the responding police officers to call us and tell us if she was not wearing. She had a black bag. Dude. You guys thought I was wrong the first go round. Whatever. I'm going to say let's my go credibility next, stance. Let's go, let's go to our next call. <laughs> Any fifth precinct sergeants or supervisor on the air in the squad who can respond have a report of a stabbing. 2632 3rd Avenue South. Level 4 copy, and 510 is going to go out of roll call and take that. Copy, and 633. Squad 510 and 504, rescue animals have arrived in the area. They are staging. 504 copy. 510. Squad 510. Can we get the address to give the remarks? He's at 27th and 3rd Avenue South. The suspect has left the area. Domestic related, the girlfriend stabbed him in the face of a screwdriver. Oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a brutal injury, man. You get stabbed in the face with a screwdriver, that shit's going to hurt. That ain't no clean cut, man. That's just puncture wound. That's your Phillips screwdriver, fly, big flathead screwdriver right through the face. Ugh. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry to have to do this because I know that you guys are going to feel really badly. And I don't have a screwdriver with me, thank God, because I'd be using it right now. I'm reading the description of the call where you said it was her purse. Female assaulting a male, throwing multiple trash cans and other items around. Female is wearing a t-shirt and trash bag. It says that in the comments. Where? Let me see this. Read it and weep. You wrong. (laughs) 
False. Female is wearing <laughs> a black shirt and trash bag. Boom. How is she wearing a trash bag? Well, you, you could poke your feet out the bottom and then tie it around your waist. But why would you wear a trash bag? Again, why would you ever question me? <laughs> why? Why that? <laughs> okay, let's go to our All last. Right. Is this our last call? All right. This, this is a doozy here. This is going to be a doozy. No, Maybe a even doozy. a bigger doozy. If I could get you to start out of your sector on a person with a weapon. 3918 Thomas Avenue North. There's a male dressed as a goat carrying a spear trying to scare kids. 431. We're going to divert to that. 431. Copy. And 425. Do you want to stay on the domestic? Wait, two. Can you uh, give me a description of the suspect again, please? Squad 425, do you want to stay on the person with a weapon or go back to the domestic call? Uh, we'll go to the violent goal. Copy, in 421, this is going to be a male dressed in a goat, as a goat, carrying a spear, chasing kids down the street, scaring kids down the street. Copy, thank you. Squad's going on the person with a weapon, the male's wearing a goat head, no shirt, and furry pants. Last seen southbound at Thomas towards Dowling. 461 copy code 42155. Squad's going in the person with a weapon. The suspect's now southbound on Sheridan near Dowling. This is this this could only happen in Minneapolis. I swear. Come on, like who's gonna dress up as a goat with furry pants and (laughs) and go around scaring kids? Maybe it's really Pam. It's just, you know, every day, every day I listen to 901 all day, and you know what? Nothing shocks me anymore. Just nothing. I I really don't get shocked anymore. I don't go, wow, listen to that. Because they're just, it's just constant insanity. Goat man. Oh, man. You know what? I think he was, he was, I think that guy right there was probably a Satan worshiper, and he's trying to get a kid to sacrifice. Well, that's Goat, a darker way to on. look at it. I nah. like to think of it as bringing joy right? to the community. Yeah, whatever. No, Yay. goats. Goats have a lot to do with devil goats, worshippers. Goats are very <laughs> sketchy creatures. All they right. are. I don't like goats. All right. Well, I want to thank Ruth Lorden. We're not for being done on yet. Well, I think we're we're coming okay, back. Well, See, just, you fine. don't even know. Good you, you know go what? get in your black trash bag. Fine, I'm gonna get my trash bag. No, I want you to model that for and me. And you're gonna call but, them pants. I want you to model that for me. A black trash bag expands when you're pregnant. There you go. <laughs> right, hey, we got hey, we got trash bags here. Well, you know what? I want to see you. I'm gonna start a new it. maternity line, and you guys are gonna love it. I think you get sweat in that thing though. Wouldn't be pretty. I don't know. We'll All right, we'll be back in a minute. Okay. Minneapolis901.com. Check out our past episodes at Minneapolis901.com. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. And we're back, Minneapolis901.com. You know, I'm so mad I missed Blue Felix last weekend. They were at the caboose. And, a couple weekends uh, ago, right? Yeah, and two then, weekends. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so mad at myself. I'm mad at you, too. I, I love seeing those guys live, and I appreciate them letting us letting us use their tunes. Yeah, they are an amazing band. So yeah. um, we are wrapping up this show. I am Hesley Ray. You can find me at HesleyRay.com or on Facebook or Twitter. I tried um, to find you. I couldn't find you. Well, I'm there. I'm out there somewhere. Just H-E-S-S-L-E-Y-R-E-Y. 
you will find me in places. I do some some other things too. So uh, look for me out other there. Things. Some other things. I'm making a trash bag maternity line right now. <laughs> You'll <laughs> see that very soon. Um, and I would You're like change to change your last name to Hesley Trashy or something. Yeah, I mean it's gonna Trashy be Hesley. Hesley Trash Bag Shut Up Nick. That's gonna be my full name. Um, That'd be so, cool if you legally changed it to that. <laughs> no, seriously. And then when if you I legally change it to Hesley, shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> then for sure we'll win city council no, together. No, seriously, that would be awesome if you legally um, did that. Okay, so uh, Hesley Ray is me, and um, I would like to say thank you to KFAI. Um, we are on their podcast, so if you look at kfai.org, um, you can find us there. We are on the Tom Bernard Network. Thank you to Tom Bernard. We are on iTunes, so you can find our show in many places, and we hope that you do. Um, every listener means a lot to us, and we want you to be part of this show. So moving along, uh, again, I want to thank uh, Mr. Cook for being on the show. That was yeah. amazing of him. Our guests today who called in David to get readings. In. And to Ruth Lorden, my psychic um, friend and mentor, I'm going to call her. I don't know. I just love her. Lovely, well, Ruth. So thank you. I'm honored to be your mentor, and um, I'm looking here, and you know, you're you're on it. You're, you're centered. You're going to be writing. You're going to do some big things. And Robert, I got a psychic feeling you're on like 12 year cycles, and you're coming back around finally. 12 years ago, you had things really rocking. You're on that cycle again. You're finally determined. It's, it's about, the first it's time about I've seen time, it. Time, dude. Yeah, we waited 12 Seriously, years 12 for this years shit. 12 years, I've been wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. And if anybody needs <laughs> needs to have a reading, you find me. I'm at Ruth Lordan, L-O-R-D-A-N dot com. I'm on the BS blog every day with the vibe of the day. I have that as I'm Psychic Ruth on Twitter and Instagram and the Ruth Lord and Clairvoyant Experience on Facebook. Plus, Wednesday and Thursday nights, I do readings first come, first serve on site at the Medina Entertainment Center, where I've been for many, many years. Really? I didn't know that. Good yeah, I've been there for 20 years. Wow. I did not know that. Well, you don't want to find me, but if you do, you can find me at mayorofminneapolis.com. Or Minneapolis91.com, and you can listen to me every Wednesday on Tom Bernard Show. I come on at noon, or on Tom Bernard Podcast, and you can find me here every Wednesday. And at- possibly by Urine Alley on 7th <laughs> Street. Yes, just go to Urine Alley and look for the stream coming out. I'm usually walking by. And there I'll be. <laughs> All hey, right. Hey, appreciate everybody listening and checking our past episodes at Minneapolis91.com. There's so much funny stuff back there. And we, this is like our 53rd show. We're so you have a lot rushed. to listen yeah. to. Get on it, people. Yeah, get on it. <laughs> All right. We'll Let's be see. back next week with more Minneapolis 911.com. Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Nancy Keene and Fuko Latidin. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.